And that hobo with his southern twang show is back. Coming to you something like live out of San Antonio. The 210. Of course, I'm the host, Joe Madness. Now, today, tonight, it's been a, it's been a very wet-filled day. Now it's a gloomy night. There's thunder. There's lightning. You know, it's got a whole lot of people out there. In the 726, the 210, scared. Now, why are people scared of these... These things that are normal. Like... Even during the day, it's just like, oh, it's lightning and thunderstorming. You know, there's there's people out there, obviously, that... Obviously, right? That, you know, none of this shit impacts them. You know, they just feel like, oh, okay, it's just another day. This is good weather to eat some soup, watch some Netflix, binge on whatever show you haven't been able to watch in a while, right? But this is more or less for the people out there that, I mean, they already know. They see some lightning. It's a little bit dark outside. They hear some thunder. Like, why are you scared? You know, ever since you're you're a kid growing up, you know, these are all normal things that just kind of happen from day to day, right? Other parts of the country more than, I would say more than here. You know, there are months in Texas where it just goes... It comes in it. It just kind of rains and rains and rains. It pours, right? <clears throat> you know, places like Arizona got like monsoon season. It was nothing but rain 24 fucking hours a day for, for like two weeks. It just kind of floods everywhere. And it's just kind of, it's kind of normal, right? But why is it people are scared of the dark? You know, there's grown folks out there. There's teenagers. There's kids. They need some type of nightlight, right? Like, I'm not going to lie. You know, if I got a candle, you know, and it smells pretty good, I like that bitch at night. You know, chill out for a couple hours doing whatever I'm doing. You know, without the lights on. You get that nice aroma. You know, it just, it kind of just gives you enough light to do whatever it is you're wanting to do, right? But is, is everything seriously more scary at night than it is during the day? I mean, people get in car accidents. People get robbed during the day. It's not unusual for a home invasion to happen during daylight hours. You know, people get held at gunpoint. And they, essentially, everything that they've built up to that point, emotionally... And physically in their lives, whether it be like themselves or their belongings, it just gets turned upside down in their lives, right? For that one situation. So, but I don't know when the when the sun goes down and it's just darkness. Like it can't be that scary, right? I mean, come on. 
like what is it that you can do during the during the night light nighttime that you can do during the day you know obviously a lot of shit's closed for whatever reason like that's a that's a big beef i have with places it's like why is everything closed at night why do they assume that the only thing you want to do at night is go out to a bar get fucked up like essentially that's what everybody's doing you know even if you want to go get some food it's still gonna be a whole lot of drinking happening like I don't know people I don't think you'd be you should be scared of the night night times you know like what's the point of that you just go around living scared thinking that somebody's gonna do something to you I mean not everybody you come across at night or out to harm you I don't think anybody is <laughs> like when does that type of mentality develop like is it passed down from your parents is it passed down from watching some whole ass movies some TV I mean is it is it the stories that we hear growing up the horror stories like if you go to this particular place all this bad shit's gonna happen to you like we can't tell you why <laughs> but it just is now let's kick this shit off all right so we're back on this nasty gloomy fucking sunday night now the last time on the last episode which is probably essentially probably the worst episodes i've ever put out i mean <laughs> let's just be honest here this that was fucking crazy you know you know just there might be a couple of bad ones just back to back because you know there's just so much shit going on there's just so much overload in my brain you know but i promised no matter what i was gonna put out a fucking hour-long episode every fucking day night right so essentially right now it's 9 40 this episode will go out before midnight because of course i'm gonna keep my fucking promise like why the hell would i wouldn't i you know like what kind of fucking person would i be if i didn't keep my promises you know this is like the most important thing i have going on in my life right now like you know i still gotta deal with the dwi shit you know i still gotta deal with courts and you deal with fees and you know whatever whatever bullshit i still have to find a fucking job like i haven't found one yet so there's that you know i've lost uh, most of my friends you know because it seems like most of them want to sit there and profess their love for me or wanting to be with me i don't fucking know you know which is not a bad thing but at the same time if you don't feel the same way you just don't fucking do right like i don't think you should be placed in a situation where you you feel like you're forced to have to be with somebody like the way i look about love the way i look at it is <clears throat> you know you should you should feel something that you don't feel from anybody else you know even if these people are essentially just strangers at that moment 
Like, you should be at least afforded that opportunity to feel something that you can't feel from anybody else. You know, inside, right? Like, I don't want to just be with anybody. Like, if that was the case, I'd fucking just be with somebody right now, you know? I don't even think I would be happy. <laughs> like, I don't know. Happiness is one of those crazy things. Like, when are you truly happy? Like, how do you know? You know, depression is one of those motherfuckers that a lot of people don't talk about. And if they talk about it, they talk about it in a really horrific light. But some of us that are actually depressed, though, it doesn't hit us just like... It doesn't, it doesn't have to be like a, a whole breakdown of yourself every single time. Sometimes it's just questioning life. It's questioning your future choices, your past choices. It's um, reflecting on what's happened with yourself. And sometimes you just come across some shit that you read or you see or that just kind of happens on a, on a daily basis. It just kind of puts you in that type of mood. It puts you in that mindset where... Yeah, maybe everything's not going to be okay, but, you know, at least for me anyways, I just, I feel like I need to press forward. Like, I can't just stay stagnant in that, that fucked up, you know, mindset that, that for some reason develops in my brain. Like, how does that even get in there? You know, why, why do I allow myself for, for it to be consumed by me? <clears throat> because essentially you should have some type of control of what you're taking in and what's coming out right but <laughs> I had to pause it seems like there was some screaming going on like what is there not screaming happening so just going back to what I was saying but unfortunately we just don't have control over situations like that like it just that's that's what we take in. There's no type of thing that we can place up physically or emotionally that's going to filter all this information that's coming in. So we don't have to later on feel those fucked up emotions, you know? Like, maybe that maybe somebody out there has developed this technology, but as far as I know, it hasn't been discovered yet. You know, there's there's a lot of people out there that, that are really depressed. And it's just kind of like a day-in, day-out struggle for them, you know. Fortunately for myself, I mean, it just it just kind of comes in, in bursts, you know, if that makes any sense. Like, not all at once, but sometimes, every now and again, <clears throat> maybe... Maybe a couple days out of the week sometimes. Maybe as little as once or twice a month, you know. And you just kind of deal with it, you know. It puts you in a fucked up state of mind. A fucked up place. And, you know, it's a, it's a struggle that unless you've been there, you don't, you don't understand. You know. Now, I'm not talking about, I have to, I feel the need to want to, like, fucking kill myself. Like, I... I don't really feel like I have any kind of reason to die. You know, it's just, um, it's really hard to explain. Like if you're sitting here trying to put it into words, it's, it's really crazy. Um, 
I don't know. I guess I guess that's why more or less they have developed over the years all these medications to feed people, so that they don't have to feel any type of hurt to feel anything, you know. And I don't know. I just can't live like that. I've never taken these these pills. I'm <laughs> I've never taken anything for this. You know, this feeling, you know, for lack of a better word. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else you would call it. I mean, I guess, I guess the world just kind of labels it as depression. I mean, oh, I'm depressed. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, it just happens every now and again. And, man, I just keep telling myself, you know, it's, it's going to pass. Let's focus on other things and. Sometimes it just does not allow you to go on to be productive that day, you know? Like, you can't even think about anything because your head fucking hurts. You just feel exhausted, mentally drained, and I don't know. I guess exercising helps. Anything that, that would be able to remove any type of energy out of you, negative energy. You know, I think I think exercising probably does help a lot. Um even if you're just walking around, um if you're fucking doing some type of hobby, you know, it'll it'll get you focused on other things and you don't have to deal with that. Maybe eventually for a short period of time you'll forget about it and then have to worry about it later on again, you know? So, yeah, man, if you're out there, if you're listening, you know the fucking struggle is real, right? Like, it might, it might not hit you as, as hard as everybody else, but shit. Like, it's hitting you in some type of way where you have no idea what the hell you're going to do about it. You don't know which way to turn. You don't know where you're going to go that day. You don't know which direction to proceed in it's just it's just a terrible feeling and everybody out there feels i i believe they do and if you think that you don't um i think you should take a step back and try to reevaluate what's happening right in front of you so you don't get yourself confused because the quicker you acknowledge it the quicker you're able to accept it and try to move on in some type of positive manner, you know, if you're able to. You know, there's, I, I suppose there's a lot of help out there. If you ask me, none of it fucking works. But if I tried it, not really. So, I don't know. I, I believe if you're not that mentally strong, it's something that's probably not, it's not one of those things you can able, you're, you're able to, you know, keep under wraps for yourself. You know, the evil, able to suppress whatever fucked up feelings you have but if you're able to then you should be okay at least till it comes back around the next time right
that hobo is back on the mic. So, essentially, you know, I've just had to reevaluate everything. It's as far as being friends with people, like, you know, I've, I've, I've spoke on this on previous episodes, you know, and yeah, I don't, I don't really know, man. I don't really know the whole thing when it comes to friendships, you know, I, I talk about this depression thing and I'm talking about how fucked up I am in the head and how, you know, my mindset is just so different than everybody else's that, you know, I, I've struggled with anger issues. I've struggled with depression. I've struggled with all sorts of other fucking shit that, I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I would hope, (laughs) I would hope I have some type of handle on some of it or most of it at any given point. But, you know, there, there are trigger words that I've, I've chose not to remember so that I don't go back, hopefully, to to my fucked up ways, you know? And every now and again, people, people push my buttons or they say something that I don't agree with. And it just, you know, it just rubs me the fucking wrong way. And I have no choice but to stop talking to that person. To stop interacting with them. To stop fucking with that person in general, you know? And I don't know. I guess at times it could be really lonely, you know? But, but I said many a times, you know, I I do wholeheartedly enjoy my own company. So, for the most part, I mean, I can entertain the fuck out of myself. You know, in a, in a matter of different ways. But... We're all fucking humans, and, you know, it'd be nice to have friends, you know, but I don't want to be friends with everybody, you know, there's just a few select people out there that, I mean, I I should be able to be friends with, because more or less, maybe there's common interests, or we just kind of get along, or you just be, you just get to that point where you're, you're thinking you're able to confide in that person, and... I don't know, some shit always happens, you know, <clears throat> like, uh, let's say today, I talked to a friend, you know, and, you know, she told me, she expressed to me that, you know, she was kind of seeing somebody, you know, because I wanted her to come over so we can hang out, and she, um, she said she was, <laughs> she was already hanging out with this gal weekend, and she was exhausted from all the sex, right, so... I thought that was kind of funny, you know, and then I was, I was kind of horny at the time, and I was just like, bring them fat titties over here, right, so, that didn't end up happening, but what did happen was, she told me that, you know, she, for all this time, this whole time, she's secretly been, you know, I don't know, I don't know what you would say, in love with me, or wanted me or I don't fucking know I mean I can't even remember what exactly she said so 
it just feels like the same thing happens over and over. Like, you meet these people and you feel like you can be friends with them. You feel like you want to, you know? Even if you don't see them all the time, even if you just, you guys just talk every now and again. You know, something like that always happens. It has happened to me here recently. Like, it seems like six times out of six, you know, that's been the case. And, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't fucking like it. You know, people out there may be listening right now and be thinking, that's not a bad problem to have. But wait, wait when you think you have people in your corner and it turns out it's just some kind of fucking facade, you know, that it's been built up and it's not real, you know? It's like, what? what is real, though? Like, when that happens to you, you start questioning everything. You know, like, what in fucking life is real, then? Like, am I real? Is the TV real? You know, it's just like, oh, my gosh. So, I don't know. I don't know if you can be friends with anybody. To tell you the truth. I mean, somebody was telling me today, the other day, you know. I just met them on, um, you know, POF, and they would tell me there was this guy, their co-worker, that's been trying to get with them for essentially like two or three years, and, you know, she, she doesn't like them because, you know, they have a, they have a drug issue, right, so, it's not particularly because of that issue, but they have a child, so when that's involved, I mean... I just, it's not a recipe for success at any point, right? Because, I mean, if something bad happens, they'll probably take your kid away all day. And who wants that if you're you're a good parent, you know? You're, you're somebody who just, you know, you provide for them. You're happy with them. You're trying to do the best possible for that, for that little kid. So, I'm not hating that. But, you know, for this person to sit there and keep trying and trying and trying and trying and trying. It's like... Is, are you in love or is there just like nobody else that does it for you or I mean I don't even I don't even think they've had sex but if they did I mean like goddamn is that pussy really that good you know I mean honestly I don't know I don't know if you can be friends with anybody like just so many questions you know and you have to talk about it because if you don't talk about it, who the fuck is? Like everybody has all these ideas out there of what people should do and shouldn't do when it comes to friendships and when it comes to life. And, you know, they, they leave out the biggest thing involved in that whole thing, which is. Which is um, the X factor, you know? You you got to factor in that people are different. People are unique, you know, for the most part. I mean, even though there's a whole lot of people out there that are sheep, <laughs> you know? But that X factor is, is something, though, that needs to be accounted for. You, you never know what people are going to do. You know, just... You know, point proven. You know, I think I, I thought I had all these friends, you know, and, you know, most of them, essentially all of them, 
except probably for one you know they they want to be with me or whatever you know and I thought this whole time we were just you know I thought we were just good friends you know it's over time you, you feel like you develop that friendship with certain people you know now not all people maybe we consider friends but the people that we do you know like I don't know <clears throat> for me when it comes to love I have to I have to be able to feel something I've never felt before and I can't just be with these people you know everybody says like you should you should more or less try to be with somebody that you're really good friends with you know and I don't know. I don't. I don't believe in that. I believe there. We should try to find somebody that doesn't. That does it for you. You know, like if you can't find love, true love. I mean, that what the fuck is the point of dating? You know. There's got to be something more, something out there that. That just man, it just blows you up inside, in a beautiful way. You know. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't, you know? I don't think there should be any ill will, any hard feelings, anything like that. Because <clears throat> once you develop that friendship with somebody, I mean, that's that's something that should be real, you know? That's something that should be somewhat sustainable. Like, how does that get tarnished? You know, and it, I've been proven wrong over and over and over. Like, I've been wrong with a lot of shit in my life. Like, does this really need to be something else that I'm fucking wrong about at the end of the day yet again coming back at you with a crazy headache right <laughs> alright so you know I actually ended up hearing back from uh, from the girl I was dating you know she she kept blowing up my phone last night she wanted to speak to me. She was telling me to answer the fuck, fucking phone, you know? Yeah, I just, I had to tell her, I was like, you know what, you really hurt me? You know? I'm, I don't think I'm in a place right now where I'm able to talk to you over the phone, you know? I mean, we, we can talk to you messaging if you want. I mean, you know, we can message each other. But, I don't know, I just don't feel like... Like mentally, I'm in that place though where I feel comfortable talking to her over the phone again. You know, it's just I don't know, man. I feel feel hurt by the whole situation. You know, maybe it's my fault for putting myself in that in that place, but you know, if you don't try, then how are you gonna know? How are you gonna know if something is really as amazing and special as you feel it is? You know, if you don't, if you're not willing to get rejected, get hurt, or anything else negative that could occur in that situation. Like, if you're not, if you're not willing to to accept the good with the bad, I mean, why, why even try anyways, right? So, yeah, I just, uh, I ended up just telling, I was like, I can't, I can't fucking talk to you over the phone. I can't hear your voice. I can't. I can't listen to you 
tell me that you really care about me and you really want to be with me and whatever. You know, it just, it's not one of those things where, you know, you can change it from day to day, right? I mean, why go around that revolving door? Just essentially, it's just, it's the same shit over and over. It's just deja vu, right? I mean, if it's not working today, it's not working tomorrow. Like, when would it work? You know? Like, how many times would you have to try before something actually works? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. So, why continue to feel that pain? Feel whatever you're feeling if... It it isn't doing anything good for you at that point, you know? I mean, goddamn, like, shit. I don't know. I don't know what to do about that, you know? I mean, this person to me is is somebody that I've never come across. I've never seen in this type of light in a long time, you know? I mean, they, they made me feel good inside, but at the same time, it's just... I guess we're in different places, and... You know, we both need more. And at this point, we're not able to provide that, right? So, bad timing is probably the the thing that essentially caused this whole destruction. So, I don't know. You can, you can always try with somebody else. You can try to hold out and find something that's meaningful, that's good again. But if you're anything like me, I mean, people like that, people that do it for you, don't come across very often. <clears throat> you know, there's there's not many people that, you know, I click with, you know, I mean, I can paint a pretty picture for them too, all day. You know, we'll, I get you talking about whatever the fuck you want to talk about, whatever your little heart desires, right? Because, I mean, that's that's what I do, right? I talk. I'm a talker. I'm good at it. So, I can I can chop it up with the best of them, you know, or the worst of them. It doesn't matter if you're shy, if you're outgoing, if you're not. If you hate people, if you don't hate them, whatever your thing is, whatever your shit is. Like if I want to talk to you, we talking, right? <laughs> Either way, we talking. So, yeah, it's just so much shit going on right now. Um, this is actually really therapeutic for me because I feel like I'm getting a lot of stuff out that just kind of builds up, you know? It's kind of like if you have a trash can, you know, and, you know, you don't empty it, so it just gets overflowed with garbage and whatever bullshit else you put in there. So, essentially, you should you should probably empty it, more or less, right? Now, it's kind of like the same thing with our emotions, with things that we have inside of us. You know, if it doesn't get emptied, if it doesn't get taken care of, if it doesn't get the proper attention, then, you know, just everything else just starts going to shit and nothing starts working properly, you know? <clears throat> now, essentially, that's um, that's what's been going on. And, you know, I guess, I guess you guys are seeing the results of it. I mean, just more or less right now, I'm not really in a good place and I'm just kind of jabbering about shit. And 
it's just I don't know. It's 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 very it's very difficult for me to like sit here and try to have a beautiful podcast, a beautiful show, you know, a beautiful episode, and have all these things on my mind. Like I have no clue which direction I'm headed toward on anything, and it just kind of eats you up inside. You know, I I wholeheartedly wish I had a fucking job, you know, that paid me what I needed to make so I can do whatever I needed to do. And and then things I want to do. But um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, uh, w- I was talking to somebody the other day and I was like, you know, my roommate's like the most wonderful person, you know, I've met in a long time, you know. You know, she, she keeps telling me how she sees me like a little brother, you know, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that because, I mean, it's hard for me to get really emotional with people, you know, and, you know, just express my feelings, right? And I just, um, I mean, I'm grateful. I, I, I tell her I'm grateful for everything she's helped me with so far. You know, like today we went to the grocery store and she she bought me groceries, you know. She was like, hey, why don't you get that? Why don't you get this? And I'm like, uh, you know, it's not because, you know, it's not it's not because I don't want to. It's not because, you know, I, I don't eat food. I don't need this. I don't need that. It's, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just kind of embarrassed. You know, I'm 32 and this is where I'm at in my life. You know, essentially, I'm staring down the barrel of a shotgun. And if I don't move soon, bad stuff could happen. You know, like it, it could just get it could go get turned into a worse situation than it already is. And <clears throat> I don't know when you're kind of feel like you're fucking drowning and getting swallowed in quicksand. Sometimes there isn't a right or wrong way to go. Like, how do you pull yourself back out? You know? How do you do that? It's, it's fucking... It's a crazy feeling, you guys. You know? So... I don't know. Hopefully tomorrow it's not raining. So... <laughs> I can... uh fucking headache I can go out and try to find some type of job right something that will pay me you know I don't know if I mentioned this but I was walking back to the house and I ran into somebody that works at this car wash down the road you know and I noticed they had the t-shirt on and I was like uh, I was like hey how much you make over there man you know he was a kid right he was like, I make seven twenty-five. He sounded really excited. He was like, Yeah, but you can get raises. You can get blah blah. I was like, Ooh, like seven dollars and twenty-five cents an hour. I'm like fuck. Like what? What can you do with that type of money? You know, if you work five hours, you've only you've only made like what twenty-five dollars after taxes. Yikes! Oh my gosh fucking insane Mm. 
That's depressing. Yikes. So yeah, I don't know. I guess the point I'm getting to is, uh, you know, I, I brought my roommate up and, you know, I just kind of wish he would just look me in the face and be like, Joe, you need to quit your shit. You need to go out there and go get a fucking job like now, you know, like today, <laughs> like within the next five minutes, you know, you know, I just want to be like, just tell me what fucking job to get and I'm going to do it, you know. I don't know, it just, it's been, it's been eating me up for a couple months, and I guess the reason being is just because, uh, I had a job I enjoyed, you know, just working a couple days a week, and I didn't do anything bad, I didn't do anything to fuck it up, but for some reason, it just ended up disappearing, <laughs> just like a many of things in life, right, another thing that just ended up disappearing, and no longer was that thing available anymore. Ah, let's get back on track everybody. So I think uh I think yesterday's episode we left off with talking about the 40-year-old virgin, right? So, I guess, I guess what I was trying to say, you know, I mentioned, hell, that's not, that's not really a, a clear depiction of what truly happens when you are a virgin in that state of, in that point in life, right? So, if you are truly a virgin, and you're 40 years old, (laughs) like, damn, like, I don't even think the guy jacked off in the fucking movie, like, I don't even think that was a thing for him, right? Is that, is that something you even want to do? Like, every time... I picture like somebody that's a virgin, that's old in life. You know, they're probably still living with their mom. They're probably, they're probably just so focused on other shit that, you know, sex isn't really something that they care for, that they care to do. So maybe that's true. Maybe maybe it's just some fucking nerdy ass motherfucker. You know, shit in a basement, fucking, you know, playing with. World of Warcraft or something, you know, watching Japanimation or some shit. But essentially what we, I guess what, what I was trying to talk about was how come, like what makes parents not get rid of their kids, you know? Like these little fuckers are so mean, they can be ruthless to parents. <clears throat> you know, Louis C.K., he's a, he's a famous comedian. You know, recently he got, he got, he was under fire for, um, I don't know, talking sex with some other comedian, and I don't know, that's just so stupid to me, that whole Me Too crap, it's like, fuck out of here, you know, and then one person comes out, and essentially a whole bunch of other people come out, and it's just like, come on, 
fine, you know? So, I don't know. I just think it's part of society nowadays, right? Put yourself out there, that kind of shit happens. So, anyways, fucking Louis C.K., he was, he, he has actually this bit where he's, he's talking with a mom that has a kid that doesn't listen to him. And he's just like talking to her at a table. You know, they're trying to drink some coffee and she's picking up the coffee and she's, you know, fucking shaking and she's kind of like, oh, you know, like she's been crying and she's really stressed out and trying to drink this coffee. She puts it down and the fucking demon child goes up there to the table. He reaches out with his hand. He opens it. He drops a whole bunch of sand in there. He's like, fuck you, you know? So, Louis like, I don't even know where the fuck he got the fucking sand from. There's no sand anywhere. There's not in my yard. There's, I mean, there's no sand. You know, where the hell did he get it from? So, you know, I just kind of feel like more or less it's, it's a clear depiction of how parents are, you know? Like, that's, that's just the way you, I don't know, that's more or less interactions the parents have with kids, you know? Like, it's... It's like, why do they act like that? Why do they feel the need to... Be just such little assholes? I don't understand. You know, I've been around kids a lot, you know? Which is crazy, because I don't even have any myself. So... Why do these seem to be the... The interactions these, these parents are having with kids... Like, why do kids act that way? You know, are they are they upset because their their mom or their dad's not around? I don't know. You know, I grew up uh, with my mom essentially kicking my father out because he was being an asshole to her, and I don't know. I guess that's just what kind of happens. You know, you you've had enough, and they just bloat. They kick him out, and motherfucker never talks to you again and then when he does does reach to you like reach out to you <laughs> years later like you don't have anything positive to say to him you know and then uh, little did you know that a couple years a few years would go by and the son bitch would die and you'd never see him or hear from him ever again you know so I guess which kind of brings me to the next point. Uh, you know, I actually moved from Dallas to my hometown because my mother told me that I should come back. You know, at that point in time, I think it was like 2014. It was a it was a bad winter storm in Dallas, the Dirty D, and I didn't have any power. You know, I paid my bills. I would pass out I wouldn't even go to sleep I'd pass out from the cold and I'd have to hear that fucking generator running from next door cause these whole ass Mexicans next door would have a fucking generator running <laughs> I'm like can I get some of that you know it was so fucking loud I don't know if you, you guys have ever been around a generator but oh my gosh it's so fucking loud so yeah it was just it was horrible I'd go to work and defrost throughout the day and then go back to being miserable and cold you know that was my life couldn't even cook anything because it was so fucking cold and there was no power 
So, yeah, I ended up moving back. Couldn't find a fucking job. You know, it was it was a crazy time. I've had I had a few jobs. You know, it just didn't work out for whatever reason. And my mother, she she was bickering at me one day about not having a job. And then, you know, just like she always does, she fucking goes back and cries to my stepdad. You know, and granted, at the time, I've I've uh, only been there like two months. You know, and um, you know, I came from having money, having plenty of money, having friends that I made over there, people that I fuck with, and you know, I just I didn't know it at the time, but I I enjoyed it. You know, it was it was a good time, and. Now I was in a place where I'm stuck out in the country. Fucking there's there's moose across the across the road. A bunch of moose. And you look out, there's fucking there's nothing around. You know, there's a few houses here and there, but goddamn. The store was like a couple miles away. And You know, it was just, I don't know, man. It was just nothing there. And, yeah. She was, we were bickering about something and probably had to do with me not having a job. And she went and cried to my stepdad about it. And, I don't know, my mom's always been emotionally unstable. And it's been, it's been a lot to deal with. Too much to deal with. You know, and when you have similar personalities, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work, ever. And... That's more or less the reason why I don't speak to my mother anymore. You know? Ever. Even after the countless times she's tried to contact me. Try to speak to me. It's just... No, it's just... Oh, man, it's just so unbearable. It's too much. Too much to deal with. I just can't handle it, you know? And I always sit here and... You know, for the most part... I am a strong-willed person, but when it comes to shit like that, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm running away or if I'm placing a temporary patch on a long-term problem, you know? Like, when my stepdad got home after hearing this from my mother, you know, he came into the room and he told me to get the fuck out. You know, I was essentially homeless then and there. Didn't have anywhere to go. And... That's where shit really got difficult. That's where you find out what you're really made of, you know? <clears throat> That's where all the problems from then on. That's when, uh, yeah. That's when it all began, you know? I, I thought I was in a decent place in my life where... I was I was gonna get better, but yeah, when that happened, you know, I had to I had to put all my shit in my my Jeep at the time that I had. You know, I had to throw a lot of shit away because a lot of stuff did not fit in that fucking Jeep. You know, so I had anywhere to go. You know, ironically enough, POF was my salvation at the time. I'd been chatting with this girl for a week or two, 
and she was here in San Antonio. <clears throat> and I was like, yo, I, my, my stepdad's kicking me out, like, right now as we speak. I don't have anywhere to go. Like, uh, can I go down there? <laughs> Stay with you? So, that happened. And everything just kind of went downhill from there, you know? Ended up being forced to be in a shitty relationship for years. <sighs> you know, I never found my groove here in San Antonio. Never found anything that I wanted to do as far as career-wise or job-wise. You know, and then I ended up getting out of that toxic situation of a relationship it was. I was, I was on my own again after stealing a lot of money out of my bank account. And then eventually I got it back. DWI happened. Being homeless again. Um, losing my job. My car blowing up. Moving from place to place. Just not knowing really anything. Not knowing if, it, if things were ever going to get any better. And that's essentially been pretty much going on for the whole time I've been here in San Antonio, you know. I'm not going to sit here and say that there, there wasn't nice or good moments, you know, in between, sprinkled in. But for the most part, it was just, uh, it's been a terrible time. My whole, I guess you could say, tenure here. My visit. My stay, right? Nowadays, it's just kind of, um, yeah, more or less I'm just forced to be here. Had a burp, sorry. I'm more or less just kind of forced to be here in this place that once upon a time I felt like it was a good place to be in, a good place to visit, a good promising city for myself. But yeah, I just I don't know. It just never turned out that way. It never turned out the um, what am I gonna say? The um, I guess my expectations never, never, um, matched with reality, you know, what really happened never, never was my expectations and never, never was what I, I thought in my head that was going to happen or what would happen. And it's just like, damn. You know, is this is this the way shit's really gonna be for forever? I mean, even now, I just I question a lot of things. It's like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? What should I not be doing? What should I be doing? And I don't know. It's just really difficult to even try to try to make sense of things. Like everything is just so so blurry, so fuzzy in my head. You know, I I deal with a lot of shit that. It would probably break the normal person, and I don't know. At this point, it just kind of seems like it's normal, and I should just kind of deal with it, you know. But yeah, what what am I really doing in life? What am I gonna do? What is gonna essentially become reality? You know, is this reality forever, or? have my expectations just not caught up with reality, you know? Like, what is what is really, really going to happen in the future? 
what do I want to happen? I just, I don't know. I don't know anything right now. I just kind of, uh, I'm just kind of in limbo, I suppose. And it's just like, damn, like what is, <laughs> what is really going to, going to go on? Um, I mean, I want to sit there and say things are going to get better and they're going to work out, but I mean, let's, let's face it. There's a lot of people out there that shit never works out for them. And sometimes you're just going to keep that in the back of your mind and uh, be real about things. So, I don't know. I guess you just have to continue listening and find out for yourself. Everybody knows what that shell means. It's the end of the fucking show. Hopefully you grab that and shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just going to go and wrap this up. It's under an hour, but fuck it, you know? Circumstances have caused this episode to get cut short, you know? It happens. Tune in tomorrow for hopefully what will be a better show. Of course, uh, it's that hobo with his Southern Twain show. I'm the host, Joe Madness. And I'm out, bitches. <laughs>